morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Wednesday, our episodes are Sword of the Spirit. As you may know from experience, we need to be able to dress for success before we go out and face the world. And I'm talking about the full armor of God as described for us in Ephesians chapter 6. And as we read that, we learn that the sword of the Spirit is a a defensive weapon that we can use when the enemy is trying to attack us. And what is the sword of the Spirit? It is the Word of God. So in keeping with that, when we do this episode, we always go to scriptures, read some of them, and study them within the topic matter. Well, today's episode is... um, Ask and receive, and that's referring to Asha. At first blush, that sounds pretty simple and direct, doesn't it? Ask and receive. But let's look at her background first and talk about her father, Caleb. You might remember that Caleb was one of the 12 spies that Moses had sent out to check out the land of Canaan before the Israelites were to take that land for themselves. The 12 came back with their reports of the awesome fertile land, the abundance of fruit, and so forth. But only two of the twelve were eager to take the land. And that was Joshua and Caleb. And all ten of the others were afraid of the giants who lived there. The two were uh, both courageous men of faith. That's why they were able to see, focus on the on God, what God can do rather than looking at what problems were before them. They said, if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us. But the majority ruled and they did not go into battle to take the land of Canaan. The majority lacked faith and saw themselves as grasshoppers in comparison to those giant Anak people. It's hard to imagine the majority lacked faith because up to that point, they had already experienced great miracles from God, such as the parting of the Red Sea, manna from heaven to feed them. There were consequences for the Israelites who lacked faith in the Lord. They later died of plagues and other tragedies and disasters. Those Israelites of faith in God did eventually make it to the promised land, including Caleb. Caleb had the tribe of Judah owning Hebron and the surrounding areas of the land of Canaan, which was the home of the giant Anak people. So the story of Asha begins with Caleb as her father. Her name means anklet, like the anklet jewelry that the women wore at that time, sometimes made of gold or silver. And sometimes the anklet would have a little jingle sound to it as the woman walked. Her name was likely indicated Caleb's endearment toward her, his beautiful daughter, and she was very beautiful. Caleb set out, at, set out an unusual contest. He promised that any man who conquered Debrir, the, the area of Canaan where Anak people lived, if any man conquered that area, then they would receive the beautiful daughter, Asha, as their wife, plus her dowry of land. So, Athaniel 
was also courageous. He had, was a man of faith. He conquered debris and became Asha's husband. But there was a major problem with her dowry. The parcel of land that she owned had no water on it. How could anyone thrive without water on it? Without access to water, how would they live, grow crops, raise animals? So for the dowry, Asha gave it much thought. Yes, she was given an estate, but she knew that she had to have water. So she wanted her husband to approach Caleb, but he didn't feel it was appropriate for him to be the one to ask for more. It was left to her to ask, would she do it? Yes, she boldly and eagerly approached her father, Caleb, and he saw her coming when he was full of anticipation. He asked her to tell him what it was that she wants. What was her petition? So noting her appreciation for what he had already given her, which is very important, always note appreciation for what you already have, yet she asked for an additional blessing, springs of water. How did her loving father respond? Well, he gave her an adjoining field with both upper and lower springs. He supplied her with even more than what she had asked for. And that's how the Lord is with us, isn't it? Because she asked, she did receive, she and her husband had much success with their land that was given them. Eventually, her husband conquered oppressors of Israel and became the first judge of Israel. Was there something that we can learn from this story? Do we love and obey the Lord as his children? Do we believe our Heavenly Father loves us and that he wants the best for us? Like Asha loved and obeyed her father, and she knew that he loved her. God always has a good plan for those who love him. Are we grateful for what our Heavenly Father has already provided for us? Like Asha was grateful for the dowry that she had already received. Do we believe our Heavenly Father is well able to answer our prayers, that He has the power to do it, like Asha, who was certain and confident that her father was able to answer her petition because he owned the surrounding land? If she had not asked, there would be no receipt. Remember in the Bible where it says, You have not because you have asked not. We all have free will that includes to ask and receive or not to ask and not receive. Can you think of reasons for not asking? Maybe, like her, like her husband, we don't think it's appropriate for us to ask. Or maybe we're too bashful, ashamed, or we feel undeserving. Or there may be some really bad reasons going on inside. Maybe we think we can get what we want without God. There, there are touches on pridefulness, can we even control our next breath? Maybe we don't think God has the power or ability to answer our request, and that hits on our faith. Really, the creator of the universe hasn't had, he proven over and over again already that he can truly do anything. There's so much in Matthew chapter 7, but today we look at verses 7 through 11 about asking and receiving. And I'm reading in the New Living Translation, Matthew 7, verses 7 through 11, effective prayer. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. 
For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? Well, if today, if today there's something that you need or you want, but you you don't ask the Lord about it, let's think about the reasons for not asking. If you believe that you're not deserving, you're right. None of us deserve anything, but when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, His blood has paid for the, the price for our sins, and He is deserving, so we can ask in Christ. Do you have faith? Do you believe with God all things are possible? If yes, then know that He has the power to answer your prayer. In His perfect will and His perfect timing, it may not look at all like what you expect. God loves us and He wants the best for us and He really can do anything. We each have free will whether to turn to the Lord or not, to ask or not. I invite each of you to pray with me now. For some, it might be the first time that your decision, you've made a decision toward the Lord. For others, it may be repeating the str- to strengthen your commitment already. Regardless where you may be now in your relationship with Jesus, please pray with me now and out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that Jesus is the only begotten Son, and I know that Jesus suffered on the cross even for me, for my sins. And he arose from the grave. He defeated death. But I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. I repent of my sins. I walk away from my sinful life. Please help me to stand firm when temptations come. I need you, Jesus. I am hopeless without you. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart. And, and, and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. With this prayer, you're telling the Lord that you believe, you've decided to walk away from your sinful life, you're repenting and receiving His mercy and grace. You're pledging to serve Him, but also you're actively choosing to begin a relationship, a personal relationship with the Lord. When we read and study the Word of God and pray, worship, and praise the Lord with gratitude through everything, we're developing a deeper and deeper relationship with Him. I hope that this episode about Asha has influenced you to examine those things that you're thinking about. What are the reasons for not asking? And I hope you will ask and patiently wait expectantly for when you will receive. God always has a good plan for your life. And here's a scripture, Psalm 37, verses 3 through 4. Trust in the Lord and do good. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Well, let me say as at the end of this episode a salutation that I found in 2 Corinthians May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In Jesus' name. Well, thank you for joining me today, and I hope that you'll 
join me every Wednesday morning with Sword of the Spirit on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday, we have Hope and Faith Journey, where we cover various topics to bring encouragement and healing through our challenges. And then every Friday, we have Karen's Book Corner, where I share about the books I've written, the background, and so forth, or about other authors' work. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Please go to my website contact page and send me your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is always welcome. And that's at KarenJaneCasey.com. And at my website, you'll find resource material regarding domestic violence and my books, my blogs, and podcasts. If you've read and enjoyed any of my books, especially if you've brought, they've brought you encouragement and positive change, please let me know. And I'd appreciate a, rev- a good review on Amazon.com. Well, thank you and God bless.